0: hello and welcome back to witch fix today i'm going to be looking at a book that i recently found just by chance on ebay i love ebay i spend too much time on there but you do find some good stuff and this is a book that i've actually kind of wanted to own ever since i was about 10 11 first getting interested in witchcraft i remember there used to be a massive section of witchcraft books spell books spell kits in otticas which was a bookshop where when I was younger and since obviously folded and you can't find them anymore but it used to be my favourite bookshop because it albeit it was a chain it felt like one of those oldie worldie bookshops and there were really comfy chairs in there and when we were teenagers and going out on our shopping trips in inverted quote marks so we had like a tenner and we had to be in town for four hours before we could be picked up it was one of the places we could go and sit and have a chat without having to spend any money so that was pretty great that may be why they folded. I feel bad now. But anyway, uh, so these are books that I've always wanted to own and they are the Witches Brew collection. And what the reason why I wanted to own them was purely aesthetic. They are sort of palm sized books with very antique looking water marbled covers. And they tie together with little ribbons to keep them closed. And the pages inside are very, um, they feel like that sort of handmade paper very thick and they have roughened edges from as if they've been cut by hand and inside there's lots of very pretty little ink drawings and graphics um, that look very antique and very pretty and the end papers have these sort of purple water marbled pages with arcane symbols on them so basically it looks like the kind of tiny spell book that you would see in a film that that would be given to a young witch and that really caught my imagination i always wanted to own them there are a series of these there are um the one that i have now which is witches brew good spells for peace of mind they also did them for love prosperity healing various other ones now i don't know that these are still in print i don't think that they are i definitely haven't seen them in a bookshop for at least 15 years and if you look for them online you can buy them from amazon you can buy them from ebay but they seem to be going for anywhere between 20 and 40 pounds which is hugely expensive um given that it's not a very long book it's about 87 pages long and that includes obviously an introduction and about the author section i wouldn't say that there is a huge amount of information within them their appeal to me has always been mostly aesthetic i just wanted to get my hands on one to find out what was in them and what they were like and it's that sort of enduring appeal that meant that when i found this on ebay for i think it was going for about three pounds i absolutely had to buy it i think it was three pounds because there is some water damage on the front cover but that just makes it look even more beautiful and antique and i love it I'm a, just a sucker for those things. And I think this one was originally purchased from a metaphysical shop in Norfolk, of all places, because there's a sticker on the back that says so. Having spent quite a bit of time describing the the actual prettiness of the book to you, and it's, it is very pretty, I have to admit. The inside of the book breaks down into a few sections. There are spells, so just flicking through, there is a blessing meditation, a recipe for inspiration, incense, clarity infusion, potpourri of protection, uh, some tea recipes for obviously making herbal tea, uh, a recipe for a pillow mist that's meant to help you dream, a pampering potion to help you relax. So you put that in a bath and various little bits and pieces about the moon and what you can put in incenses, just like little bits of information. It's basically like, um, if you occasionally see those instagram posts going around which have like a simple recipe for a herbal tea or a little breakdown of what a specific phase of the moon means it's basically a collection of those put together although obviously this was published before instagram i'm that old and um they've just bound it up and made it look really pretty these are attributed to Goodwitch Bree, B R E E, but the actual author is Brenda Knight, uh, who might be familiar to you because um, she's quite a successful author. She's got quite a number of other books out. There is a book she's written called Goth Magic An Enchanted Grimoire, which is all about sort of paganism aimed at Goths, which I have. Have put on my to read list, and I will be getting a copy of that. Similarly, Rituals for Life, Gem Magic. She's written a book called Grateful Table Blessings, Prayers, and Graces. And her most popular book, which is the one that comes up quite a lot when I googled her, was Women of the Beat Generation The Writers, Artists, and Muses at the Heart of a Revolution. And she's written various things sort of along those lines, as well as books about magic and ritual. The back of the book does contain her credentials, which are quite numerous. Uh, she's a member of the Reclaiming Institute, a National Witchcraft Association, which is founded by uh, Starhawk, who's another popular pagan writer, as well as the Women's Spirituality Forum. And she leads retreats and wicked workshops in the US. And it says that Women of the Beat Generation, which is again, her most popular book, won the American Book Award in 1997. So she's definitely an author who knows what she's talking about. Obviously, these books have been produced because they're kind of commercial and small and attractive it's not something you're going to buy and do a huge amount of research from but I think it would make a nice gift for someone who's young and just coming into witchcraft most of the things in this one which is the peace of mind book are quite nice and simple and there's nothing potentially dangerous in it it's all about mixing essential oils and doing things for dreaming and relaxation there are a few bits in here that I actually I couldn't dog ear because the pages are just too thick and lovely but that I have sort of put aside recipes for herbal teas and things that I want to try uh, the only thing that I found which was mildly objectionable in it was page 74 and 75 which lists um of the moon but the the name of the full moon in that season which appears to be just taken from native american folklore and i don't really know why that's in there because the rest of the book isn't anything to do with native american folklore and i don't know why they just chose to just randomly appropriate that and stick it in the middle there's some quite nice poetic spells in here Uh, for instance page 44 and 45 a spell to awaken the imagination you do various things and have various crystals and different herbs but the actual words of the spell involve you holding an apple and saying sun and moon awaken me tonight with the power of earth and air fire and water as I bite this fruit of knowledge I am inspired all possibilities are before me and so it is so I think they're quite nice they're short they're not unnecessarily ridiculously wordy but they are quite Um, they get the point across and they're quite well written so all in all I wouldn't maybe recommend going out and buying a copy of this book to add to your library because I don't think if you've got quite a few other pagan books it is going to add a lot to your library but I think if you're looking for a little present for maybe if you're raising a pagan teenager or if you've got a friend who quite likes to have sort of little reference books like little coffee table books around about paganism it might be good for them of course that the high price tag on even used versions of this book is quite prohibitive but i was very happy to get my hands on a copy of it after all this time of just wondering you know what they were like because when they were in otticas they were shrink-wrapped and you couldn't open them and i was always like really really curious These were also always near these spell kits that they used to do, which were in sort of little black cardboard tubes, like the um, tubes you got in like the inside of a toilet roll, but with like a cap on the top. And they'd be like, I've never bought one of those either, but I was always curious about them. They were just like different spells for different things. The kind of spells you find in teen witch books. So like spells to pass a test, um, a love spell, this, that and the other, just in this little black cap tube and i haven't seen any of those around for the longest time so i guess they just don't make them anymore but uh, i live in hope that i'll come across them just for the nostalgia factor Uh, some of the questions that this book kind of raised for me is starting with the title it's good spells for peace of mind but what is a good spell i mean I, i think i know what they're trying to say which is what i've already said that there isn't anything dangerous or anything that you would use to cause harm to somebody in it but I don't necessarily feel that there is a distinction between good and evil in terms of magic there's definitely beneficial magic but beneficial doesn't always have to have the label of good or pure or benevolent attached to it it's just something that is working for somebody instead of working against them it's not necessarily good or evil i mean good is also a market of a mark of quality i don't think that's how it's being used here because you know why not great why not excellent spells but um it just gave me pause for thought and it did kind of strike me as being something from more in the early 2000s late 90s school of wicca where it was like oh only good magic we only do good magic and it's all pure and fluffy and lovely there are also occasions in the spells where they call on different goddesses seemingly just at random Uh, isis freya and hermes who obviously is a god not a goddess but you get what i mean so these are from different pantheons it's doesn't even really tell you what pantheon they are from when you're calling on them or really much about them which is again something from those sort of early 2000s mixture of spells books that are just about a a list of spells that you can perform they would just call on whatever deity the author looked up to use and none of the spells actually call for casting a circle um, or even raising any energy it's very much pared down to do this thing and that's the part that's magic as opposed to that thing being symbolic and that thing being used to direct energy or create energy. So I think that's quite a basic outlook. Obviously if you took the spells and you perform them in a way where you were raising energy and using it throughout that and using visualization it would probably be more effective than just biting into an apple turning three quarters clockwise saying a spell and then going home Um, there is kind of a mixture of that like there's a lot of traditional folklore things that say like get a string of rowan berries and hang it in your home for good luck and of course nowadays in like paganism what we do is charge that with energy or put it in a circle and dedicate it and and imbue it with more energy as opposed to just making the thing and having that thing have all the power in it and putting that in a corner and just saying oh well jobs are good and we've we've made this string of berries and that's fine so I think that that's what this book reads more as it's more about that kind of folklore thing of just you know nail a horseshoe to the wall and that's fine you don't need to do a ritual as well that's perfectly valid and it doesn't to its credit say anything in the book about it being wicker or paganism where Those things of like casting a circle and raising energy are from, but it did just sort of make me wonder if they just left that out because they were keeping it to a very short number of pages to be presented in this very cute and neat little package. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get other ones from the Witches uh, Bruce series, the sort of love, prosperity, healing, all the rest of them, because competition is fierce for these on eBay. I don't even know how I managed to get the one that I did get. And I have since been quite firmly rebuffed in trying to get the healing book. Um, The bidding on that went sky high. Like these are just quite hot ticket items on there at the moment. But I will definitely be looking at more books by Brenda Knight. Um, The Goth Magic book is definitely on my to-read list, as is Rituals for Life. And those seem to be much more affordable. They're sort of under £3 if you want to buy a used copy. Um, So those would be the ones that... I would say if you're going to just read something by this author just to try her out I would suggest those ones I haven't read them yet so they could be awful but I think generally you're going to get more content from an actual book than this which is I would fall short of calling this a book I would say it's more of a sort of decorative or um, frivolous item as opposed to an actual book that you could study and learn from but um, it is definitely enjoyable to look at and I have to admit that i did put some crystals around it and take a little picture from my instagram but please don't judge me i'm only human i hope you've enjoyed this episode and remember you can follow me on twitter at Witchfix and get in touch on email which is witchfixpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com you can also donate to patreon which you'll find a link for that in the description and i'll see you next time for another episode bye